This podcast is rated double M for mature monkeys. So if you're a little chimpanzee, I'd double check with Mama Mandrill before listening to the rest of this delicious banana of a podcast. I just ate two big spoonfuls of Mexican rice. What's the name of the podcast, Mark? It's Saturday Morning Monkeys, my man. It's midnight on Saturday, and you're flipping through channels on your television. You end up with what seems to be TV static, but you can hear voices. You've ended up on a secret channel. One not meant to be heard by normal ears, or to be seen by normal eyes. Now this is exactly what you heard. Oh, hello everybody. We're, uh, we're, this is the Saturday Morning Monkeys podcast called Sat-Am. We're, uh, this is a new initiative Gri- 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 <laughs> Grizz and I, uh, thought to create because we, uh, we're, we have, we have a huge love of, uh, cartoons and shit. We wanted to do a podcast at some point, so we thought we'd combine the two and make a great-ass podcast. Yeah, we like, isn't that, uh, isn't we like that exactly how with, it happened? With fe- female cartoon characters, um. We like yeah. that rule. <laughs> 34 they have a term for that in japan and you know you know what that's called that, that's called uh, uh, uh mango uh, sushi is, is it a mango it, it's uh sashimi so what are we reviewing today bear grizz oh, bear bear grizz I, I have to wait. bear grills okay you want me okay let's go right into it we're gonna have to edit so much shit out um today that's where you're wrong t- 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 today my, my my boy my dude my my, my pal my compadre oh, uh we're, we're gonna be talking about tell scott, me what fucking a we're gonna be talking about scott pilgrim <laughs> versus the animation uh for the hell yeah for those of you that don't know what scott pilgrim <laughs> is it's a comic book created by brian Lee O'Malley. it was also made brian in- please i'm trying to get these out i'm trying to make this not stagnant and you're you're over here fucking dick in hand waving it like a helicopter blowing me back with every fucking comment god damn it mark (laughs) i'm I'm spicing shit up dude continue and that's why we call it a pilot ladies and gentlemen um uh okay so today we're going to talk about scott pilgrim versus the animation for and, scott pilgrim and if you don't know what scott pilgrim is it's a comic book created by brian, brian Lee O'Malley. O'Malley, and it was a, are you gonna do that the whole fucking time no i just want to line those up and post <laughs> why why are you do- okay Hey, uh, God damn it, dude! You keep derailing this shit so fucking hard. Don't listen. You, we gotta. We're, we're the whole the whole structure of this for the. This is for the viewer. This is a podcast for you if you love cartoons, and you love to hear two guys, two big, very fan, good, big fans of improv. Fuck around, (laughs) dude! I'm trying to talk about something, and and every fucking time you come in with a little, a a little fucking, a little anecdote, a little, a little message to lay over while I'm trying to get my goddamn point out, and then you, I can't remember where I'm going next. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm fucking walking down a road with no shoes and no map, and I'm, I'm, I'm fucking floundering, dude. I'm getting blisters on my goddamn feet, and you're, you're over there. Animation was a prequel animation that's uh, Adult Swim did for the 2010 released film <laughs> scott pilgrim versus the world directed by edgar wright isn't that right bear yeah we're big fans of edgar wright here uh we've both seen the entirety of the cornetto trilogy one of the best film trilogies of mankind i think also the newest hit by the famed director uh baby driver big uh, big showcase for the way that music and film can really meld together wouldn't you say yeah Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> I've got my uh, my copy of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World of Volume 2 here, which uh, contains the section that was animated for Scott Pilgrim vs. the animation. Just focusing on the animation for a bit, Bear, what were your uh, what were your thoughts about it? Overall, do you think they it was well representative of the comic? What, tell me what tell me what you thought when you first saw this back in uh, back in uh, 2010 or whenever it was. Yeah. All right, listen, fuck. <laughs> you better not do this shit. I'm fucking... I'm fucking upset. Why are you upset? I'm fucking upset. I wish I could yell, but my neighbors will kill me if I do. So. <laughs> That's a very real problem you have right now. Um, yes. I, I, I'm actually quite scared. All right, um, so... I I really like the uh, the animation. It was made by Titmouse, and those are also the producers of Metalocalypse. And if you guys have not seen Metalocalypse, you are missing out. Let me tell you that much. The animation is great. The uh, the the music for one is really really fucking good. And you know you know because uh, they work on a cartoon that's all about music and animation that they're gonna treat Scott Pilgrim with the same utmost care. I mean, Adult Swim went on to say i think they used a quote saying we want to marry scott pilgrim <laughs> and it, it what yeah well it was like an ad break for the movie um or pr like a promotion uh pr promotional ad uh for the movie for when it was coming out and uh it, it details the first chapter of volume two i think yeah most of most of the first chapter the main differences are they do cut out a lot of the uh, a lot of sequences where Lisa Miller goes to visit Scott at home. A lot of like, uh, there's a family dinner scene with Scott and his family that they cut out. They cut out some of, um, a lot, a lot of they, they they condense it really well into a short, uh, three minutes and fifty seconds worth of the first chapter of the second volume. So yeah, uh, yeah, not too much. No, I mean like a lot of the stuff they cut out does add more character and kind of fleshes it out in the sense that you there's a lot, like you understand the passage of time a lot more time is happening you don't really get the sense that like this is a couple months or like a school semester or two when watching the animation but i don't think that's really necessary for its function as an ad break it works really good well for that well, condensed well, it really well, well. I, I think that that's fine because but you know what would have been cooler is a full Scott Pilgrim cartoon, which never fucking happened. Yeah, that would have been really nice. I, I, with this animation, especially style with, too, I think it yeah. just it had that especially very comic booky feel. Yes, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I. <laughs> No, I was gonna keep talking just to keep cutting it, it was you pretty, off. It, it was pretty faithful. That's all I was gonna say. It was really good. Yeah. Like if, if they if they if they took this style of comic animation and they made like a whole series about it, that'd be you know it's fucking incredible it's essentially a motion comic just more animated than a motion comic yeah and with professional level sound design yeah. and all, all the uh the respe respect not only for the original comic but for the original comics influences i think mm -hmm. would you agree uh yeah yeah, I would. Uh, I think another nice. thing that was really cool was that they were voiced by all the movie cast. So um, Michael Sarah voiced Scott, Mai Whitman voiced Lisa, and uh, 
um oh god damn i can't remember her name uh, uh, uh here i'm look i'm looking at it right now so yeah scott was michael Sarah. kim pine was allison pill allison pill was may whitman yeah and then and jason lee was jason, jason schwartzman simon lee schwartzman did you know that jason schwartzman was the drummer for phantom planet for a bit i don't know what that is it's I'm a really dope up. band they made the 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 theme song to like 90210 i think or Orange County. I think it was Orange County. We've been on the run, driving in the sun. Oh, they did that. Oh, they did that California song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually actually used that in a video, like, way, way back. It's a good song. I didn't know that. That's really cool. But all their, but uh, that's, like, one of their popular songs. All all their songs are pretty fucking cool. Uh, I think one of their songs was in uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um... I can't remember the, the, which song it was, but it was that scene where uh, Andrew Garfield's breaking the shit in his bathroom because he can't control his fucking spider powers. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the Amazing Spider-Man that well. I guess I like it. Jesus. I like that movie and I like that song. I like. I like the part where um where what's her face Gwen Stefani falls down a t- like a tunnel and like snaps her head off the concrete wait what <laughs> yeah when she dies <laughs> that one blonde girl I don't remember her name I just said Gwen Stefani because that made sense to oh me. you My- fucking idiot <laughs> that was amazing experiment too and that was Emma Stone playing Gwen oh. <laughs> Gwen <laughs> Gwen Stacy Gwen, Gwen Stacy you fucking fool <laughs> Look, Jesus Christ! Look, don't talk about Gwen, Gwen Stefani, and don't talk about No Doubt, because clearly uh, you Hold have on. no fucking place. Who the fuck is Gwen Stefani? Gwen Stefani's the lead singer of No Doubt, and she also made Hollaback Girl. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking a Gwen Stacy is is Peter Parker's first true love who who died oh, in a tragic okay. way and that's basically who he lives for right her and uh, and fucking Ben Uncle Ben <laughs> I, I I don't know what to Gwen do Stephane. here I, I'm just <laughs> I'm upset I'm fucking, I'm fucking upset <laughs> Did you Gwen Stefani <laughs> Hey, Mark, did you notice how there were two holes in the moon? Or actually, I think there was just one, which is a reference Wait, to fucking... Uh, yeah, the, you, you're the, acting like I don't know my goddamn Scott Pilgrim lore. Of course I know that the third evil ex... Fa- <laughs> you can't remember his name. Uh, no, 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 I remember his Todd, name. Vegan to- boy. Todd. Todd, yeah, yeah. You did not totally know that. that. You were waiting on me to fucking figure it out. Oh, God you damn you it. You didn't give my brain time <laughs> Anyways, um, I thought that was really Todd, cool. The that, excellent bass player. That they had a lot of Easter eggs towards the movie, especially. Um, well, no, the, mm-hmm. the, the holes in the moon were in the comic books, but... Um, yeah, they, they, it was sort of Easter eggs in general. I don't think you can really... Yeah. Di- you know, I think them towards one or the other. I think the uh, censor bar scene where Scott sent- gets censored with a black bar, yeah, uh, kind of like they took they took Kim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good. That was a good. I, I, what's really funny is I've I've been watching a lot of Audrey Plaza interviews recently because she's been in Legion, which I've been watching, and um, she did an interview with like GW or whatever it was, where she did like thirty six minutes of ASMR. So I've been watching that a lot. I bet, I bet you have. I've, 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 yes. 
Audrey Plaza is Bay. Mar- <laughs> so, well, but, um, yeah, yeah, she's a babe, but yeah, yeah. I think we should talk about your uh, your addiction to ASMR. Mm. No, like, I'm leading. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that in a second. But what I, <laughs> okay. what I was leading into was breaking she, news. Uh, Mark listens to <laughs> ASMR. More news at seven. I, fuck. I um, I, I mean. There were some comments on that ASMR interview about how she doesn't talk about Scott Pilgrim or like, or, you know, people may be bullshitting about that. So I wanted to make sure to, I went, I went back and like looked at a bunch of Scott Pilgrim interviews and it's, it's really funny how awkward the entire cast for the movie actually is. Like there's so many interviews where, <laughs> where it's all of them and Audrey Plaza is just like, mm-hmm, yeah. And she just like answers with like the shortest, like answer possible to every question she's just kind of like that in general though have you seen Harmon quest though she was on Harmon quest and it was really good yeah but she was still kind of like awkward the whole time maybe that's just what it is maybe like anna kendrick jason schwartzman and michael sarah are all just like normal awkward people chris anna evans kendrick normal too? awkward person yeah she was in there she, was she, seemed, yeah, no, she, she she seemed pretty uncomfortable during the interview <laughs> To be honest, who was who was interviewing? Was it Southside Steve? <laughs> Fuck no, it wasn't him. It was uh, I don't know, some unnamed, unseen guy. It was uh, it was an inter- well, there were a couple interviews. I watched one with um, it was an unseen Mary- guy. It was <laughs> it was, well, it was no, in the it, back it of never, a fucking it never cut, <laughs> it never cut to his face, so I don't know who it was, and it never showed his name. Well, if it he was, was just interview- heavily disfigured, and that's why it was so uncomfortable, and everyone was just trying to get out of there real quick. <laughs> let me let me look this up. No, Should I'm not going to do that. By the that. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, it was. <laughs> God damn it, Bear. It was it was no, it was um it was Anna Kendrick who was uh Stacy Pilgrim and it was the guy who played Wallace Wells. Who do you know his name? I don't remember his name off the top of my oh, head. Oh, it's it's like it's either Liam or Oh fuck. I love that guy though. He's he's that fucking sexy ass man and uh and Audrey Plaza. It was the three of them doing interview. We'll we'll include that in the show notes so you can find those interviews uh if you want to watch those. Including the 36-minute ASMR interview. So, uh, that, be doing that has nothing to do with Scott Pilgrim. ASMR. But you know what does have, <laughs> You're have correct. something to do with Scott Pilgrim? Continue. The animation style was actually really on point with uh, how I thought Volume 2, or Book 2, looked. Um, yeah, we can, we can get into the that. books, the, the style changes. Their faces become more rounded and less oval i guess um yeah like, looking at even looking at the cover for volume two versus the cover for volume four or five or, or six or three really even you can you can definitely see a difference in evolution in uh o'malley's style it's yeah. honestly i didn't I, you don't it's strange because i didn't really notice it reading along because it changes sort of so organically and naturally yeah 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 it's just i was just like I, i'm looking at volume two now and i'm like what the fuck did ramona's face always look like this you know <laughs> like a big it's, old it's camquat big old fucking square dude <laughs> square mona all right we're gonna take a quick vape break oh jesus you're just trying to use that fucking mp3 we never used back in the day aren't you got it <laughs> we will now return after these short vape messages Yo, man, y- 
What what is uh what's a vaping? What's that? You stick it in your lung and you inhale. It's water. You, you can get you can get all those nutrients inside your blood vessels. Get them all nice and tight. Pump them through. Oh, it's uh sounds like uh, smoking. Is uh is it similar? Is that a thing? Man, fuck smoking. Oh, uh, sorry. I didn't Man, mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to antagonize. Get, no, hey, get out uh, of my I'm face. I'm not in your face. I'm across the street. With that smoke. Yeah. Get, I'm yelling. Come, come here. Come here. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, 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 go back oh, over there. Okay. We're done. We're done. All right. Uh, Anyways, come uh, and get, come and get your vape. <laughs> Fuck you. This podcast is not sponsored by vapes. Oh, uh, so dude, back from this vape break, bro. You, uh, what do you want? To <laughs> Fuck. <coughs> oh. All right, let's talk about the plot a bit, because uh, yeah, derailing. <laughs> so, um, the uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the animation details the period in Scott's life when he's back at fucking, what is it, high school? Yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, it, 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 like, he got transferred to this high school. You you, you get that from in, the dialogue, too. Yeah, and 15 minutes in, he's already getting his ass beat. So, that sort of tells you something about Scott's personality. They did cut out the beginning part. Um, that's in the book, which is when he walks up and he confronts these three toughs who are like, this is where you get your education. And then he's like, I can't believe this. Let's go. And then they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember that, but uh, it's a really short section. It's, um, cause it has the Scott Pilgrim versus the world, like title card. And then it has him. Scott Pilgrim, transfer student, 16 years old. And then it has St. Joel's Catholic High School, Northern Ontario, seven years ago. And then it's like got the three bullies who beat the shit out of them. <laughs> just beat so it's like, it's, it's just, it's just like, yeah. yeah, it's like three pages of just him like showing up, sort of leading into that, uh, that ass kicking. It's fucking Cornando sending me like Brock Hansen memes right now. So Scott Pilgrim get get uh, gets to high school. He meets Elisa Miller, who becomes his best friend during this part of the arc. But um, and bandmate and bandmate, a, yeah. She has a really interesting uh, sort of philosophy about the high school class. Like she she sort of points out that there's a class system to high school. And looking back, being you know 21 now, looking back, I definitely think there was all the different like extracurricular classes sort of defined like there were definitely if if not a class system at least clicks that were valued in, in like the popular kids and shit i don't know it made oh yeah dude you weren't part of those weird theater kids no no i was a part of the weird theater kids but i was i was like <laughs> oh, I, I was like a part of the weird subset of theater kids who were not pretentious yeah. assholes because they were the pretentious assholes and i used to hang out with i used to be like friends with everybody in high school yeah. because it was so small the one i went to but they the pretentious asshole high school kids were like the people who were actually really good at theater and took that way too seriously it like anytime i got into a conversation i never ended up saying anything because it was such a fucking jostling between these huge ego personalities that were birthed on the stage it was fucking nasty dude see now that was everyone at my high school everyone was Mm. fucking pretentious well, okay, no, actually, no. I uh, one of my best friends is was a theater kid, and he was he was really fucking dope. Yeah, no, I'm not saying every theater kid is, you know, a, a pretentious asshole, but like I think it was like just just like the high like the 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 artists who who thought they were so fucking good. Yeah. So like all the dancers thought they were hot shit. All the uh, the rappers, um, like 
professional musicians. Yeah. And <laughs> what, 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 did your school have that thing where, because now it's like, it's cool to be smart. And uh, all the popular kids were, are just, were just really good at, at all their classes. And I don't think, I don't think it was that definitive in my school, maybe because it was so small. We only had like 108 kids uh, while I was there. So it very, very, very small. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people who I was friends with who were just awesome people, but also smart. I don't think intelligence was so highly praised as it was just like, I'm not saying they were, I'm not, I'm not saying like everyone was getting, getting bowed at. No, no, I know. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just, cons- I'm just trying to really I, I, I just discern whether or not there was <laughs> that going on. And I honestly don't think there was, yeah. it was more, unfortunately for me, it was a big, it, it was a private high school. So, uh, because of that sort of the connotation, I think it's fucking religious. So I think in a lot of ways there were actual prejudices against people who were not so into the religion as certain other people it was a kind of don't rock the boat scenario i think which is really unfortunate because Uh. you're kind of putting these people who are coming into themselves and discovering who they are in a box we really got fucking far away from my (laughs) fucking scott pilgrim didn't we no wait there's a way to reel it back mark you went to religious school do you know who else went to religious school lisa miller kim pines and scott Scott fucking pilgrim so that was a good that was a good roundabout uh conversation so Scott's placed in this religious school where he meets Lisa Miller and Kim Pines and uh, uh, Lisa convinces him to star band and then he sees Kim, falls in love with Kim, asks her to join the band. She joins the band. They have a good time. Flash montage. Kim gets eyeliner. To Kim gets eyeliner. And then one day, Scott walks to school and get, gets uh, kidnapped by her boyfriend. Spoiler. Simon. Well, yeah. So, interestingly enough, if you've read the Scott Pilgrim comics, you know that uh, a lot of stuff you see, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the memories that Scott shows and relives throughout the comics are sort of, like, twisted in his favor. It's sort of uh, like a like a fucking silver lining. You're not seeing the actual memory. You're just seeing the silver lining that he throws on it because he wants to think better of himself. And we could go into... We actually, we could talk about that shit people were posting on Twitter. Um, we were talking yeah, about it. Yeah, let's mention uh, So on Twitter the other day, I saw this post that, of someone who's rereading the Scott Pilgrim novels. And uh, it was like, Scott is an asshole, goes over the person's head. And the person's like, wow, a video game. So I don't think this is really, I don't think the idea, the the revelation of Scott being an asshole is like anything new. No, they even, the characters even say, like, it's pretty fucking blunt. And on top of that, I think uh, Brian Lee O'Malley's slam back was fucking dope. (laughs) He said something uh, along the lines like, well, when we age and we go back to our favorite things, we learn new things that we didn't notice before. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> fucking that was that was the best way to go about that situation. It's just I, I think part of it is just all these entitled millennials, <laughs> these progressives. <clears throat> uh, no, 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 I just it's, it's people our age being fucking dumb. Yeah. And 
they i think part uh, uh well i think the major reason is people don't want to acknowledge the shitty stuff that happened in the past and i'm not saying th- this has no relevance to scott pilgrim because it was very clear from the get-go that scott is an asshole and th- this story is about him growing out of being an asshole to put it in universe uh, scott is an evil ex waiting to happen and it's the, his journey of realizing that and becoming a better person like i think the whole arc you sort of have in in book four or five maybe six actually the part where he gets a job i think that's really sort of a turning point for him because he's finally like it's really funny how it's done but it's just like he's like i need a job i need to like better myself finally and like do things like that's really when you start to see him begin to change whether he makes the full realization at that point or not i'm not sure but he definitely makes the <clears throat> makes the decision to change his approach to life, which is like you know really good. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I had a really good point too. Um, I, oh fuck, I'm about to lose it. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get there. Take your, take Mark, your time, uh, Mark, Mark. Put 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 some put some crazy thinking music in this part <laughs> while I. While I come up with what I'm uh, trying to say, I meant like like an actual sound clip, but now that works. No, I can't. I can't. I can't think of anything. Fuck. Fuck it. I lost. I lost a really good point, and then I. I, I lost. We were. T- we, <laughs> okay, let's 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 backtrack. So we're talking about Scott changing his mind, realizing he's an asshole, being a potential evil ex, and moving on from that. He's making. He's making those. Decisions. Oh, okay. I, I remember. Hell yeah. Um, pe- pe- people on that Twitter thread were complaining that the whole time it was supposed to be knives and scott but dude not scott was such an asshole to knives i i and if he were to get back together with her that would have created the whole thing null and void like she was a she was a nice girl and then he fucked up that's why he had to meet someone else with other with baggage and then they both grew him and ramona did you know? So I, you probably know this, yeah. but for our, for the you know for the listeners, the, there was an alternate ending which you can still watch on the Blu-ray yes. where he does actually get back together with Knives, and like it's kind of sweet in a way, but it's also kind of disappointing because I feel like, as you said, it's 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 taking ten steps forward and eleven steps back in a way. Like there, there's like there has to be change, you know. You have to you have to move yeah. on. You have to accept things and move on. As hard as that may be, as difficult as you know, as painful as that can be, it's like if there's not change, did anything even happen? Well, an- another uh, another reason is that it didn't test well with audiences, so that's why that too. Did, fun um, fact, actually. Yeah. <laughs> fun fact, actually, the. Scott Pilgrim movie was made before the books were finished. That's why the books and the movie yeah. were so different, which I really think helped because honestly, the movie, I mean, compared to the overall like story of the books, I love the books so much more because they're, 
I don't know. They take their time with things, and the movie doesn't have the luxury to do that. So I'm not. So I'm not saying yeah, I like one movie. over the other, but like <clears throat> I really enjoy the movie for the movie. I really enjoyed seeing Michael Sarah and you know Mary Elizabeth Winstead and May. Yeah. All those people, they're great in their roles in the movie. But I also love the books because they can take their time. So it's like, it's they're just both fucking they're, good. They're and Scott Pilgrim yeah, the animation. Scott Pilgrim that are both incredible yes and scott pilgrim the animation yeah. sort of bridges and the gap between the two it brings in the actors who did such a good job at creating memorable voices for the characters from the, the comics and it brings that comic aesthetic to it so it's really a good marriage of the two i think it's a perfect middle ground mm-hmm. which is why it fucking sucks we don't have the whole series animated but in who's to say though that that won't happen it might it might happen yeah. but i'm not sure if it can if you look sure at done the if you, best well, okay. If you look at how how many people actually have seen Scott Pilgrim, uh, you know, not not when it came out, but just now, because it it became a cult classic. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and so so many people our age, uh, within their like twenties, saw that in high school, and it it definitely resonated uh, with not only like you know pe- uh, younger generation, and, but and here's something and- right fa- uh, fans and. Uh, you know, Jason Schwartzman. Yes. A whole bunch of great people worked on that. So many good people. And and the thing is kind of a lot, a lot of stuff going back to that Twitter feed where they were talking about it. So many people, I feel like I'm not sure if so many people, but like that Twitter feed, especially now was like, there's that whole thing is like, you can't trust somebody who's like those shitty comments. People have been saying like, I can't trust somebody who says fight club is his best movie because the movie's about toxic masculinity. And like in that, twitter thread they were saying i can't trust someone who says scott pilgrim is his favorite you know whatever movie animation book whatever because scott is an asshole it's like you fucking dumbass that's the point the point of scott pilgrim is to fucking teach people people who may not know people who are as obliviously floating through life as scott like you can be an asshole if you're not careful and you have to retrospectively analyze yourself that's the entire point of the story and the medium you can't just like hate people for saying that they like a work that is entirely about someone moving on and bettering themselves. If you say that, you're a fucking asshole who doesn't understand the point. I'm getting really, really angry about this because I'm very <laughs> drunk right now. But it, 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 I, I realize, I, I, I realize that. Drinking I realize this today. though right now, and it's making me really fucking angry at people who are so. Okay, we're gonna take a quick. We're gonna take a quick drink and vape break. Mark, put the music in now. <laughs> okay. I think that's a good ass point, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude! Right back from this vape break, bro. Oh. Dude, I put I put I picked up a gram of vape on my way to work this morning. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> What's that one uh, Outcast song? He's like, okay, 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 or like they loop it. So he's saying like, all right, all right. My baby, don't mess around. It's Heya. It's Heya. All right, 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 all right. I like that thirty long minute long version of Heya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like he's looking at the other versions of himself, and they're making weird faces, just like, and he's like. Uh, fucking Andre 3000 best alright do you want to bring us back in um 
What are we talking about next? <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, I, I was going to say people change, people grow. Uh, and that, that's kind of the whole mantra of this series uh, of Scott Pilgrim, the movie, the books, and even the animation. Well, the animation doesn't really touch. The, the animation acts as a fucking prequel. I can't do sure. that when you're fucking Bur- vaping in my ear. I'm, I'm over Bur- here respectfully Bur- not uh-huh. doing it. <sighs> calling for vape breaks and you're over here vaping like a goddamn fiend. I was trying to cut you off so we could lead back into the uh the thing which you just did. Um so I had a great ass thought and then I forgot about it. Basically it was something along the lines it was something along the lines of what what's your opinion about people who have such a, a nostalgia lens for something? Cause Scott Pilgrim has a, has a huge sense of nostalgia being in the early two thousands, having all the punk references, having all the video game references, the early video game references at that there's a huge sort of nostalgia drive to it. But what do you think? What, what, what's your opinion about people being so nostalgic about a story that is all about change? Do you think there's sort of an irony to that? No, you sure about that? <laughs> I because I don't think people are nostalgic for it. I think people just really appreciate the work that was put into it. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have a nostalgia for Scott. I just really like the the series. Maybe I'm gonna cut that um, whole question then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I will. No, I, I I think I get what you're saying though. Like, um, sorry, I'm what I'm trying to I'm trying to sort of. I think it's more an homage versus nostalgia. Yeah. I'm the way I was thinking about it was less of a less of a critique for the like the actual fans of it like as you said people who really appreciate the work that was put into it and more the maybe the misguidedness like the misguided people who are saying you can't trust somebody for saying Scott Pilgrim's their best their favorite whatever well, okay back back to my point okay. um I think a big problem nowadays and you know i'm not gonna say who does it specifically i think too many people do as a whole is um we look back on the past and with with such shame and regard that we can't see that we have changed to for the better i'd say and on top of that can't still respect the art for what it was now i'm not saying uh popeye's you're a sap mr jap is is (laughs) jesus christ but no it's i'm not saying that like stuff like that is good i'm just saying you know it's a product of its time does that mean it's okay no it was wrong then and it's still wrong now but it exists and we can't ignore the fact that stuff like that exists yeah and changing something you know, it's another piece of animation that if, if you look at it without these these goggles that make you feel guilty for appreciating something you know because like i don't know there's so much wrong stuff in the old looney tunes cartoons and they're still fucking good cartoons but it you know i i think you can appreciate something without actually agreeing with something yeah and trying to change what something was simply because it makes you feel guilty right or it it makes you feel uncomfortable or offended as is the the, the you know the turn the buzzword of today it, it's not right because with battlefield 5 not to go on a tangent but to you know with battlefield 5 there's been a lot of outcries of revisionist history simply because they wanted to add customization into a game and you know maybe that's not as historically accurate i'm gonna cut all that out 
As with Battlefield 5, a lot of people have been crying revisionist history because of the changes DICE made to how they wanted to portray the game. And I don't think... I think a lot of people who are offended by older cartoons, especially the early Disney cartoons and, you know, the 20s and 30s, they want to maybe change that or, like, hide it away or something because it makes them uncomfortable. That in and of itself is revisionist history. Like, don't change something because it makes you uncomfortable. That uncomfortableness is there for a reason, is because whatever it is was wrong. And, like, you need to remember that sometimes. So, appreciating yeah, something for what it was is important, however uncomfortable it may make you feel. Yeah. That, like... Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to talk about the, the game. I don't think the whole game thing is revisionist history. I, I think that they're just trying to make a fun game. Absolutely. And That's what I think, 100%. Like, why, why, did, why does it have to be historically accurate? you know it's just it's just nerds getting their titties in a fucking and, tangle, and, dude. and if you're really getting into that argument there's so many other games that are so much more historically accurate that you can play already right now like why do you care that such a big name publisher is deciding to make a fun game over a historically accurate game it's not you know whatever we don't we don't like, have to get we don't like, have to get into that it, it that, that should yeah, be a whole other thing they're, they're, like, that should be a whole other podcast we should do that yeah Anyways, um, do, do we have any more to talk about um, regarding Scott Pilgrim versus the animation? We went on a, <laughs> went on a sort of a big philosophical tangent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just, I, I guess oh. we could end it with this. If you haven't, please go see this animation. It's a wonderful work of art from early 2010 Adult Swim. They did a great job with the Titmouse, as you said, Bear. Um, if you like Edgar Wright, if you've seen Baby Driver, The World's End, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, if you love Shaun those movies, go see it. Scott Pilgrim is a fantastic movie. The Scott Pilgrim graphic novels, Brian Lee O'Malley is wonderful. I have never regretted reading any of his works, and I can't wait for Weird World, which you said would come out in 2018. Uh, but I haven't heard. Yeah. I haven't. Well, Snot Girl. Snot hey, Girl. We yes, have, we have. That Snot was my Girl. next thing. Snot Girl is. Yeah. Is written by Brian Lee O'Malley, and it is. It, it's fucking good. The art's done by Leslie Hung. 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 I think. Hung. And it's fucking phenomenal. It, you know, I never thought reading a comic book about a fashionista would be entertaining, but I. I think got we should, allergy problems. Yeah, I think we should do a whole nother episode about Snot Girl because there are some thoughts I have well, about ho- that. Ho- hold your horses, Mark. The speaking of next episode, how uh if you like this goddamn possible future podcast, do do yourself a goddamn fucking favor and hit that like button. Smash that like. You can find us you you can find us on on YouTube. Bear is Grizzly Station, and I am Marcarino. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I am at LordiusM. And uh, Bear, what are you at? I'm at, I'm also at Grizzly Station. Nice. You have consistency. Keeping it. You have consistency. I don't. So, um, but if you'd like to, yeah, definitely give us a like if you liked. If and you have any constructive criticism, leave that down in the comments. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback, however negative it may be. We want to make this thing as best as we can for you guys. And if you have anything you want to hear us talk about, 
take a look at you know put that down there as well yeah, feel, throw, throw feel free to there. shit on us for a whole like eight paragraphs Our and go- then say hey also yeah, check dude. this out like we love that shit we'll give you a heart and a pin if you're on youtube if you're on itunes i'll come to your house and kiss you on the yeah. butt cheek i will <laughs> that don't say i won't um yeah we really appreciate uh, it and, wait, and by wait, the way wait, wait go ahead where where can you find this podcast mark you can find this podcast on itunes on stitcher uh, your favorite podcast app that you got on your phone wherever you want we're there we're in your pocket we're in your fucking brain hiding in your brain still you think you can't escape from us you fucking ass but uh we're yeah, we'll find you we'll find we're, you. <laughs> we're right there always breathing down your neck so uh but but most importantly this show really is driven by word of mouth support uh, we can't get anywhere if you guys don't share anything about us. So we really appreciate it if you do sh- spread the word, those of you who do, and really get our voices out there into the world and talk, talk with us about your friends, whatever you want. But if you do, we really appreciate you. And I uh, hope we continue to grow. Ain't that right, Bear? Just a big family. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember, this is the pilot episode. This is so the pilot if you guys episode. don't fucking leave a goddamn comment, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to... You come to your house and take off my and pants you on and the start budget. pissing on your butt. <laughs> don't, don't get the lawyers on us first episode, Bear, please. Yeah. All right. Uh, any last comments unless we cut it at that? <laughs> I want to I wanna shake Brian Lee O'Malley's hand. I, wanna, I want him to touch my Scott Pilgrim tattoo. Uh.